Welcome to Have Movies Will Game, the only podcast on the globe where we take you, our friendly listener, through the best and worst movies of yesterday and today, and then discuss ways that you can play them at your gaming table. But the fun doesn't stop there, no siree! Every few episodes, our intrepid hosts Matthew, Dusty, and Nathaniel will ask you, the listener, to vote on which movie they will play as an RPG, recorded in video and in glorious black and white, and brought to you through the electronic wonder of the internet. Now, let's start the show! Are we recording? Yeah. Uh, We're recording. It is, um, it is two, three days after Christmas. Yeah. We're all worn. Tired. We've seen too much family, too much friends. Yeah. Our wallets are thin. Our eyes are glazed. I just had a shot of god-awful Montepaloa at room temperature. (laughs) It's fantastic. I haven't eaten since like 9 a.m. Why? Busy at work. I've eaten too much. They make these things in little wrappers called uh, energy bars really? or power bars. or really? Yeah. You, you can put a whole bunch of them in your backpack. <laughs> Actually, um, oddly enough, on my Weight Watchers, those things are like 10 or 12 points per. I get. I can eat a larger candy bar for less points than an energy bar. What about a the system bar? is broken. The center <laughs> cannot hold. <laughs> yeah, like a Snickers is six points, and a Cliff bar is oh, like twelve. Terrible. Check Quest. See if the Quests have better yeah. points. They tend or just to be... get a granola bar. Yeah. <laughs> oh, even those? Those are eight points. Okay, so what does that tell you about your system? It's down. The system is down. Uh, anyway, so uh, we have a we have a movie this week. I'm just going to go ahead and swing into this. So who, yeah, are, who are you? Who are you? I, I do not. Ex- I'm the yeah, man I, I with no name. I think we've we've kind of gone backwards on some of the the intros as of late. Like man, fuck not the doing backwards. Them or doing By the, the way, there's end. spoilers. Yeah, very okay. many, very many, <laughs> very many spoilers. I am Matthew, and I am. Dusty. Now get your own bit, man. That's what I just. And said. I'm Nathaniel. <laughs> we're gonna come here and we're gonna cook some alien. Wait, no, I'm sorry. That's I sound like <laughs> Macho Man Randy Savage. Yeah, oh yeah. Now I want a slim. <laughs> I got you for two minutes. <laughs> oh my god. Snap <laughs> into a slim gym. <laughs> All right, let's do this again. Hi, I'm Matthew, and I'm Dusty, and I'm Nathaniel, and we're doing Ocean's Eleven today, the That's... 2001 classic. Yeah, yeah, doing Ocean's. 11. You yeah. trying to make a sex joke there? <laughs> it just it just the 13 year old in my head. I mean, because there's like six guys in this movie. I'd put it in. I mean, I, I would. Whatever. I yeah, would no, I, I Carl would Carl Reiner's pretty hot there. <laughs> I, 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 I wouldn't I wouldn't catch, but I I I you'd, you'd, I'd put, pitch. you'd, you'd go. I'd pitch. <laughs> Those the, that blue steel gaze of Andy Garcia is He's oh, reptilian man. in this movie. Yeah. yeah he, right up until that final breaking point where he yells. At the end, he's just, he's very calm. Get mm-hmm. me him on the phone. Deal with this. No. Yes. And I'm even putting. when the elevator, the elevator doors yeah. close, it's that, yeah. that stair, which apparently that, that whole sequence from him walking to the elevator and then turning around and showing it in the door closed, that was two weeks. Oh, and that's another Benedict? Wow. That's another I Benedict. I knew you would bring that up yep. because I was just thinking that. Yeah, Benedict. It's Benedict. collective subconscious thing. Benedict, yeah. villain. Benedict, villain. It's America for you. Yeah. <clears throat> so with him, sure. uh, <laughs> you, you should really listen to what we put out. I know. Yeah. I should. I mean, I I do all the time, and and I'm just I'm for him. I I have a weird one. I'm gonna go with lawful neutral. Oh, oh, we're getting in. We're going that fast into we, this. Th- yeah. We're wow. scatterbrained today. Folks. It's all right. <laughs> just deal with it. Don't worry about it. It's happening. Wow. We're not even gonna get into like any kind of like this is what the movie's about or anything it's like that. Eleven. I think everybody's seen it. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's you know, not it's like it's a remake some of one from the 1960s with you know yeah we were talking about him 
God, I don't know why I do this with you guys. Because being alone <laughs> is painful. I don't know. Well, wow. The structure, wow, and then there's chaos. It hurts. And I'm I'm leaning on the side of chaos right now. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I'm just throwing shit. Yeah. Well, no, sticks, I feel like if I it feel sticks more to like, the wall, whatever. <laughs> if I feel it like more, I am a malleable miasma right now. Are you a meat But the popsicle? chaos that Matthew was bringing is sort of overwhelming me and drawing me in. So Matthew right now is, is the dark side of the microphone. I'm, I'm, <laughs> wait, I've made this where, very clear. <laughs> and because of where I'm positioned, does that make me the neutral point? You are actually sitting immediately underneath a light that is shining down, covering you with oh, this halo. Shining bright like a diamond. <laughs> so I'm going to say that you today are the light side. Yeah. All right. So we are doing Ocean's <laughs> Eleven. Oh, are we? Yes. With George Clooney, Brad Pitt, and a number of others. <laughs> I'm just going to have fun movie. with this. No, that's fine. I'm so tired. am I. So am I. Uh, so if you don't know the general plot, you should probably go and watch it, but a uh, very brief cursory overview. Danny Ocean violates his parole by traveling to California to set up a heist. This is a heist movie that I this just is love. A competence porn movie. Yeah, this, this is, is a one super of yours. competence yeah, this porn. Is one of my, yeah. This is one of my favorite movies ever. I think it's in the yeah. top ten heist to movies. To be fair, there's, there was a lot of mistakes they made in this. There's a lot of continuity errors. No, no, no. I mean mistakes in the heist. No. There... Really? That, was a, that was a, They made almost no mistakes. So really? every, mis- every mistake because they, they can made, track them now. Every mistake that they made, they planned. Yeah. So they gave him his real name for no apparent reason. Danny Ocean or Daniel uh, Frank. Now that one was one. I think that was a continuity error. No, no, no. They got his real name. They used that in the movie to uh, to get Matt Damon in there. Yeah, I know. I noticed that. Yeah, that was so the if only he one. suddenly starts spending any kind of money and doesn't live the rest of his natural life in Nicaragua, they're all boned. It's true. Mm. I, I mean, <laughs> that's it. Like, th- one of the flows of this movie is most of what you, the audience, are introduced to as mistakes. Yeah. They quickly agree. Like, oh, yeah. by the way, we planned that shit the whole time. Yeah, yeah, at the top of the elevator and yeah. whatnot. But, I mean, in an actual heist, they got away with it clean and in a good way. Um, but... There would be repercussions after this. That's true. And because they yeah. have a lot of people's real names. And and I think Bernie Mac's the only one who's no longer with us. So Yeah, yeah. which is too bad. Yeah. That's one of the reasons, one of the two major reasons why there wasn't a fourth one, because Bernie Mac didn't, didn't you know survive, and George Clooney said he wanted to go out on a high note and not drown this milk the, the franchise yeah. for every dime yeah so i really wish they hadn't made anymore I you can milk just about itself. anything with nipples again it, <laughs> it's, it's my weird thing against sequels but i think that movie stands alone oh the, the, the ocean's 11 yeah. stands alone yeah, by it definitely stands alone yeah. 12 is not as good Th- 13 is it redeems 12 in my opinion i just have to say though as as much as as we hate these kind of like sequels and franchises and shit like that mansions take money Okay, mm-hmm. and if actors are going to be millionaires, <laughs> they have to have money. Yeah, just look at Jeremy Irons. So, who did yeah. Dungeons and Dragons to finance his castle. Every now and then, so did Richard O'Brien. You just mm-hmm. have to turn in some work. You're yeah. not proud of it. It's just a thing. Well, they everyone took everyone on this movie took a huge pay cut so that it could get done. Uh, so yeah, I don't. I mean, it was it was a it was a good movie in that aspect. So the story goes with that. Part of it is that George Clooney had sent Julia Roberts uh, the script and said, and she at that point in time was making $20 million a movie. And he said in a note, 
hey, I hear you're making 20 a movie now and attached a $20 bill. And that basically is what got her involved. That's how that, that, how he got that ball rolling. But the, everyone took a pay cut uh, to do this because it was a big ensemble cast. They all wanted to work with the director, who is one of my favorite directors, Steven Soderbergh. And who has done Soderbergh? Soderbergh. 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 I never. I, I, I can't pronounce it. I hear a different. You have ways. name trouble. I know I do. Fuck I off. have no stake in that conversation. I have no <laughs> idea how it's pronounced. I want to say Soder. Yeah, Soderberg. Soderberg. Soder. Okay. So Soderberg. Yeah. He. Steve <laughs> Soderberg. With fries. With fries. Extra uh, large. Please. His first sex lies in videotape. Uh, he's done a couple episodes. I'm sorry. I thought you said his first sex life, and I thought we were going to go into some weird story about his first s- sex life on videotape. Oh, yeah. Sodomy Berg. <laughs> I'll, I'll have two of those. Aww. You know how I was just saying during the like before, before times that I have problems? Is that like a White Castle? I mean, uh <laughs> I'll build you a white castle. <laughs> I bet. You. Oh, the turret's really impressive. <laughs> hey. It's just fully up there, just <laughs> mounted. <laughs> it's the gammoning over the edges that really give the pleasure. Can you do this in Minecraft? Also, it also keeps the archers at bay. <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry. What? Just make sure those archers ain't <laughs> shooting blanks. Sex lies and videotape. Yeah, sex saying? lies and videotape. I uh, also did a couple episodes. Oh, ago. by the way, videotape. In the olden days, we used to record things on magnetic tape, a on film, big if you camcorders yeah. that cost like three. That's what a videotape is, and that's why we old people keep saying that because it's what we know. I seriously doubt, Matthew, that any of our I listeners seriously doubt Matthew that, too. That, that, <laughs> I, I do actually, but that being said, I also seriously doubt, comma Matthew, comma, <laughs> that, that the majority of our listeners are not. Going to, I'm sorry. I'm see. This is where my brain is. I can't even finish the sentence. I, I, I think we're all most of our right listeners now. are 30s or older. I would be surprised to find any that are not. He also did Out of Sight, another George Clooney movie that I actually like, where he was a uh, a, a bank robber. Okay. Which I, the only thing I didn't really like about that movie was that it has uh, J Lo in it. And I'm kind of eh on that. It would have been better with someone else. Aaron Brockovich, uh, The Ocean's Trilogy, Solaris. Uh, the good German uh, Contagion was another one of his, <laughs> and recently uh, Lucky Logan Lucky. I haven't seen any, any of, of those. those really? Yeah. yeah, that's disappointing. Wow. I'll be We're honest. Sorry, Sodomy Burger. <laughs> I'll be honest. Julia Roberts mm-hmm. is the opposite of a selling point for me for any kind of movie. Really? Why? So I, because she looks I, like a mummy, and she's, she's a great but, actress. She's Come wooden, on, she's boring. She makes the same facial expressions and everything she does. No, Julia Andrews actress. is a great actress. Julia Roberts is eh. yeah. well, Julia yeah. Andrews is a time lord. Well, there's that. Wait, wait, <laughs> Julia Andrews, Sound of Music. Is that who you're talking? Yeah, about? Mary yeah, Poppins. She's amazing. Yeah, she's a time lord. Oh, yeah. that, that's a great yeah. actress. She uses her face okay. yeah. to emote, whereas Julia Roberts does not. Julia yeah, Roberts a is a yeah. our generation great actress. I think she's a mummy. No. Yeah. No, I disagree. She could have been I in the disagree new with your disagreement. The it would have been amazing. Yeah, well, you liked Robin Hood, so I don't care what you think. I n- oh well, oh, that one, that version, <laughs> yes. Okay, I thought you were going to the, the Russell Crowe one. I was just saying, like, no, the I Kang's did not. The Kang's man, the Kang's man, <laughs> there in the forest. <laughs> Fuck's sakes! No, Julie, I mean, she's all right. I think she, I think she and Keanu should have gotten together a long time ago, and they could wow. have wooden, passionless, unemotive sex. I can't think of 
anything. No, no. One movie. <laughs> one movie that I liked Julia Robertson. The and Net. That was, <gasps> that was Sandra Bullock. Was it? Yeah. yeah oh, it's kind of so. hard to tell I, I some, apart. I sometimes it? get them That was also up. 1995, the year Hollywood went online. I know. It's Ju- a horrible movie. Steel Magnolias. I actually liked her in that. Because she has seizures and like... No, know, I think she dies. actually did. Yeah, she you, you got to character. see her face move during this. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> you are horrible and incorrigible this evening. And they just fist bumped. I mean... <laughs> Nathaniel just reached out this little like paw of a, of a fist and like boom, little. Oh, dude, trust me. Unfortunately, yeah, seriously, I, it takes like three months of training to get that in. That's not yeah. a little fist. About uh, well, actually five. <laughs> Noted. Now breathe, breathe, oh. and it never happens again because you know. Oh, oh this is, well, we're so going down the road. You're not to done unless you flick the soul. <laughs> you know, I just is that got flicking finished. the taint, or is that no? The taint's I just on the got outside. Finished assembling all of our bonus clips, and fisting was a running theme <laughs> for of our episodes. Because fisting is and funny. It, You're making a human puppet. <laughs> I love you. I love you. I like you like Muppets like fisting. I'm. I, are you what? coming on to me? What's going no. on? <laughs> I tell, us, tell us more about there's, this, no, there, There's no... <laughs> 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 Too tired. <laughs> this is never going to work. We're, not, we're, not, this is, we're done. We're done. You're right. Defend Sandra Bullock or be destroyed. <laughs> Wait, no. Right. I, I can't even remember her. Julia Roberts. Yeah, she doesn't matter, dude. I mean, well, I mean, her part is almost inconsequential in this movie. I yeah, mean, yeah, but I mean, in general, this was though, not a movie with strong. No, she female character. She, yeah, it only she filmed her parts in two weeks yeah. out of the whole production. Two weeks, and she was done. Yeah, it's not that, but I'm still curious as to why. I mean, she was in movies that were good, mm-hmm. but I don't see how she contributed to them. This is, well, I don't know about con- contribute. This is one of those movies where, I, uh, Nathaniel, I know you. You've talked on other episodes about you hating movies that where the the, the, the the female part is more of a damsel in distress. And sometimes we've gone back and forth. You know, I haven't agreed with it. Like, 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 like the V, I, I yeah. disagreed with that, with that notion. But I will agree with you in this. She kind of is like a damsel in distress in the sense that she's she's moved on from Danny and she's with... Um, Catherine Hepburn is a great actor. Oh what are God, you talking about? I will agree with that, but God, you're going <laughs> fucking. Oh my God! <laughs> I don't think she's even personified enough to be considered a damsel in this movie. She has her, I, I her would, role. I wouldn't might say as well she's in not distress. Well, I, yeah. I mean, just not. No, she seems quite happy. In the, and well, no, of yeah. In in the sense yeah. of like, at, at the end, it's like, okay, well, go ahead and take me away from this kind of and that quote, seems end quote. so. Fake. fake it was very it was like, a very fast turnaround. my meal ticket just got went away so oh, so i'm gonna hook oh. up with my with my i don't ex. think it was my meal ticket just went, i think it was the realization of like okay he cares more for his money than he does for oh me. anyone operating at that level already knows that. oh yeah that was, that, that, yeah. that's what got me at the fake though yeah I mean, I, yeah yeah i agree with that when when someone when your significant I'm other can original come, art i'm assembling a gallery but true love is what matters yeah. to me uh-huh when, sure when, it does when your significant other can drop several million dollars for a Picasso mm-hmm. and not bad an eye, you're not going to get anywhere. I like it. You like it. I was just about to say that. That was, again, that was, that's, that's like some of the creepiest dialogue I've ever heard. I like that you like it. Mm-hmm. And, ah! and, 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 and Andy Garcia has this kind of weird accent. 
And and I the weirdest it, cheekbones ever, like this this weird C under each eye. Well, he's reptilian. Those are yeah. they're that's where he breathes. Sexy cheekbones. Sorry, that, is, is, really? Is you that, think he's got sexy cheekbones? Oh dear God, Andy Garcia. Really? Is, there are very few men in Hollywood that I would would say that about. Andy Garcia's on that list of huh. dear God. I would have never have have pegged you for that. Andy, <laughs> and, then, and then the way he talks, and again, thirteen-year-old. Like, yeah. like I said at the beginning, that fucking blue steel face that he gives just the whole. See, time. I would think, uh. like I would, I think Brad Pitt is is more of an attractive. What guy was that than... movie with the male model and the black lung? Oh, wasn't Zoolander. That, oh, I wasn't fucking that, hate that movie. Wasn't that blue steel? Oh, blue steel. God, yeah, I hate that. Movie. That's where that term generally. <laughs> We're going to talk from. about this movie. I'm just going to leave right now because I hate that that movie. I just so hate. we need to do an episode on blue steel, man. Is that, Y'all is, have fun. Is that your I, will, I, will, I will tap out. I'm done at that point. That that. You know, I'm not even going to go. He there. didn't even get the whole fist in, and you're tapping out already. <laughs> wow, that didn't even take five months. <laughs> but. Andy Garcia is... Let's make sure yeah. we rate this one 18 up. <laughs> do the rating. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, yeah. So, so, anyways. Back to Julia Roberts. The mummy. Back to even back just to the, the movie mummy. in general. <laughs> I mean, it's a heist movie. We haven't even gotten to the heist part. I mean, I think it was mentioned 20 minutes ago, but... Everyone knows it. Yeah, it's The true. heist is all right. It's it's a good movie. There's, there's a couple holes. Um, I thought it was shot incredibly well. Yeah, that, that's one of the things I like um, about the director. So- I, I like that they... Solder whatever. Solder me burger. Yes, exactly. Uh, right like Solder me burger. Oh. I like that from hitting play, mm-hmm. um, within two minutes and 30 seconds, this includes all the slates at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, in two minutes and 30 seconds, they told the tale of jail, the wife left, he's a criminal, he's released, and then he's in the city. Yeah, on location. And that's, that is efficient storytelling. That's one of that director's um, things that he does. He it's starts like right Richie. then and go. It's, it just it snaps, it pops, yeah. it moves. Uh, he's got the audios, the audios before visuals. Yeah. Uh, he focuses on the characters, which is great. And it's a it's a lot of he skips over all that conventional establishing setup mm-hmm. and goes straight for the story. It's not well, he does it. he just does it's it. just right you just you don't have to get any build yeah. up backup. And at least one thing and carrying that further, there's so many moments of storytelling in mm-hmm. this movie of of actual like live on screen storytelling from the perspective that the characters are literally telling stories, mm-hmm. but they take it and turn it into something else. Yeah, yeah. they could do a whole bunch of dumb jokes. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Like the back, like the shot where um, Basher. The, the the other casino owner, the one mm-hmm. who was getting mm-hmm. revenge on Terry, when they're at his house and he's telling the story of the people who the three oh, the people, three people, yeah, those, yeah. That, but they play through it and it was beautiful. Yeah, and, and, well, and he the, uses and flashbacks. Was, great. Well, yeah. there's a lot going on in every scene, like when Basher's fiddling with electronic equipment as they're getting set up for the heist mm-hmm. and they're dynamiting the building. Mm-hmm. You could do this long exposition about how he's really into his work and he doesn't really know about the outside world. Or you can just have him watching it on TV while out the window behind him, you can actually see the, the casino being blown up. Yeah. Beautiful. That was a great well shot. Well intended That, that was great. Do you know yeah. that shot was changed at the very last second? I did not. Yep. Because the original, for the script, originally... They were going to blow up uh, Little New York in Vegas, and this came out right after 9-11. So they're like, yeah, we sh- probably shouldn't do that. Let's let's change it and make it a whole new casino. Oh, what do you think Basher is? Basher? Um, chaotic fucking neutral. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's full-on <laughs> chaotic. Yeah, because, wow. I mean, there's like, 
I, in fact, I think most of them are mm-hmm. because I mean, they they did this, and there's there's hospitals in Vegas. Yeah, you know. <laughs> well, he also went on record saying that he apologized for his accent because he tried to do the, the you know the, the Cockney the Brit, accent. The rhyming, he said he he yeah. he went to he went and spent a lot of time in London and talked to people and tried to get it down, and he got slammed for it. And he he wanted to cut it out on the next installment, but his agent said no, keep it because you're already invested in it. Yeah. But it is like one of apparently it's rated as one of the worst accents in movie history. Oh is, no, that's because Don Cheadle's an amazing actor. Yeah, oh yeah, Don Cheadle. Yeah, that's not great. fair. People were just picking on him. Have you seen? I've heard worse. Don Cheadle's Captain Planet videos. Yeah. No. Oh my God, Go Matthew! On. You of all people, <laughs> of everyone I know, Don you would Cheadle. love this the most because Captain Planet just goes mad and starts murdering the world. <laughs> and Don Cheadle is playing Captain Planet. I'll watch that. <laughs> Yeah, there's there's way worse. And whenever the Brits get snotty about that, mm-hmm. ask them to do an American accent. Because oh man, if you've never heard of Texas from Manhattan, you've never heard of Britain trying to play an American. <laughs> there's a was on some talk show where the several of the cast from Downton Abbey mm-hmm. was on this talk show, and I want to say Conan O'Brien, and he had them do American accents. Yeah, I they saw that. sounded. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the guy that uh, plays the lead in The Walking Dead, he's he's uh, from the UK, mm-hmm. and he does a decent American accent. I mean, even who I do consider a great actor, mm-hmm. uh, Benedict Cumberbatch, mm-hmm. does not do a good American accent. Like, if you've seen no. Doctor Strange, yeah, that was, not really. That was kind of rough. There, there's, there's some bad... Several of the actors on Stranger Things are British or Australian, and they do amazing. Yeah. England Australian seems to make it easier. I think there's more. There's it's a it's a less formal language. Mm. It's a polygot like we are, okay. as opposed to the king or the queen's English. Yeah. There's so then a certain looseness to it. Then we have George Clooney, kind of like five months of fisting. Oh god! It was oh. there. I took it the whole time. God, it's just <laughs> uh, George Clooney plays Danny Ocean. Who's he? I don't know that guy. Yeah. Yeah. Wasn't he on some TV show? Can give us some obscure movies he's been in? One of my favorite was from Dusk Till Dawn. Oh, yeah. That is one of my favorite movies with George Clooney. We should do that movie. That's a really fun movie. Yeah, I will put that on the list then. Tibbs on playing Sex Machine. All right. You can play Sex Machine. That's fine. Okay. All right. Just get five months to warm up. (laughs) (laughs) Again, as I said at the beginning, pitcher, not a catcher. (laughs) So, how, where do you think he would fall on the on the alignment spectrum? Yeah, good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Robin Hood type. Um, I can see it. Matt Damon, see, on the other hand, is not. Uh, I, his character I, is not Catacca. I looked at it more as. Uh, okay, wait. I'm sorry. What did you say he was? Matt Damon. No, Matt Damon or Clooney. Catacca. Okay. Robin Hood type. Yeah. All right. Get the girls swing away on a vine. He's yeah. I can see it. But yeah. he's also. Doing it for himself. I mean, because of Tess. That's the yeah, so does yeah. Robin Hood. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, no. That I you said chaotic, and I heard lawful for some he reason. Took it that's why I was man. Like, yeah, the king's man. God, you're never. I'm never going to live that yeah, one. What down. is it, Russ? Who's uh, yeah, Rusty. Has... That's Brad Pitt. Oh wait, who's uh, who's Rusty Shackleford? Rusty Ryan. <laughs> Linus. 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 That's Matt. Matt Damon. Yeah, yeah Matt Damon. he might even have an evil alignment because he was stealing from people. I would agree with that. Uh, and apparently Johnny Depp was supposed to play that part originally. I'm glad he didn't. Thank yeah. God he didn't. Uh, Johnny Depp was supposed to play I'm that. done with Johnny Depp. Uh, Is anyone done else with done Johnny with Depp. Johnny Depp? Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah I am. Uh, Johnny Depp was supposed to play that part. 
And there was another person. Um, Go be spooky by yourself. That guy was, I really enjoyed the Linus character, and I liked that he had history. Yeah. I liked that there was implied history. You don't even go too deep into it, but there's a character they mention, and that's all you need to know. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You enjoying the food? Great. Get the fuck in the house. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Okay. That guy was the best. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. My favorite two characters were the two old guys. Ruben Ruben, Ruben and Saul. Yeah. Yeah. They were the best. Saul was evil. Yeah. You you, you all caught that, right? Saul was. Saul was retired evil. No, he's still evil, though. But he was living in Florida, still retired evil. He's seeing a nice lady who works the unmentionable. He's got wall to wall carpeting. (laughs) Wall to wall carpeting. In a nice duplex. Yeah. Yeah, he was evil. If Uh, you ever ask if I'm ready again. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he, yeah, I saw you this morning over at the paddock. I mm. saw you. I saw you before before you put your clothes on this morning. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he has some great lines in the movie. I don't understand why they had him in one of the SWAT team outfits at the end. I think for just comic relief, I guess, because he already had a role. Yeah, because yeah. he he was dangling like yeah. slowly and slowly, trying to get he clearly like they had a little comical moments of him like. <gasps> Yeah. I thought that was totally unnecessary. Like, they could have, he, he could have simply exited stage once mm-hmm. his character was removed Just from the Just met outside at the, yeah. at the fountain with everybody yeah. else. Like, Which hey, was a great guess. scene. That shot was Also, gorgeous. you don't sign for millions, and I suppose those were supposed to be emeralds without paper changing hands. He didn't even get a receipt. No, he didn't. I mean, that, that doesn't happen. Not, never. Not ever. Nope. When he when he's when he's playing, what are you talking about when, when he's bags? playing his character yeah when oh! he gives him the briefcase and yeah. it goes into the safe they don't gotcha. they don't give him any kind of like like when you I don't you, trust him no shit you think <laughs> <laughs> it's like I go to when we went to go see VNV Nation we dropped off you know people were giving their coats you got a little ticket yeah. there was a dollar you'd think it you know these are supposed to be huge emeralds nothing yeah there was there, there's some glaring holes in this movie yeah there are uh, some. Go no go points where I just they should have been busted. <laughs> <laughs> we already talked about Don Cheeto, and then we go to Bernie Mac pr- playing Frank Catton. I think he would probably be just straight up like he's chaotic. Good, yeah, yeah. I love the bit with he's the, chaotic with the, with incarcerated the now with the vans. Yeah, you yeah. moisturize. He's like squeezing oh, his yeah, hand, yeah. and I'm trying to do my you know alone time business or whatever he said. It's a valid <clears throat> tactic. <laughs> Role for intimidation, he sexual, kind modifier, of persuasion. Yeah, he was kind of underutilized, uh, so I couldn't really tell if he was good. Did like the race scene? Definitely chaotic between him and Matt Damon, mm-hmm. where yeah. he's chasing him around. Yeah, <laughs> definitely chaotic. Mm-hmm. Apparently, the line "When we get up on the desk, shine your shoes, smile." Yeah. That was improved. No, I, I thought no, that I was kind of good. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He he. Uh, was great, and then apparently there's a there's a rumor going around that uh, the the gentleman on his on the comedy tour that they, they were both on, uh, who also now hosts Family Feud, I forget his name. Um, I hate that guy. Yeah. Apparently there Mar- like, Steve Har- Har- Harvey, Steve Harvey. Yeah, Steve Harvey yeah. had apparently uh, vied the director and said, "Hey, let me do the part. Get take Bernie Mac out." Yeah. And. That didn't happen, and then when he was confronted with it on a radio show, he completely denied it. But there's a big rumor going around that he he tried to get uh, Bernie Mac off the movie because he wanted the part. I like the Amazing Yen. I the Amazing him a lot. Yen was cool. This was his first movie. Yeah, 
Too scared. Yeah. yeah. Well, you got a grease, the grease man. man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Doesn't look that hard. <laughs> thump, thump, thump. You gonna be okay in there? Are... Just I don't speak a lot of English, so here's a finger. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. Was you, gonna, you? What did he say? He was like, "You gonna be okay? Do you want? Do you want it? Do you want some you water? You want a magazine?" Yeah, yeah. That was that was a good part. I honestly, the the grease man to me was more of an NPC. No, no, no. I disagree. I think that was that whole party are PCs. Yeah, I, I I looked at at him specifically as just an NPC. He was the one person that that didn't I saw show him as up. a monk. He was that player who oh, was that's, there. Oh, that's, yeah. that's good. That's fair. He was just a monk. Yeah. He, he was that player who was there. He was probably checking his phone most of the time. Um, you know. Well. Hanging out with his butt. Back then, you couldn't <laughs> yeah. check your phone except to see if anyone had called. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's really, that's <laughs> true. For a tabletop game, he'd probably be checking his phone. He'd probably, you know, he's that player who's playing yeah. his character who's not completely invested. Or he's one of their kids who occasionally oh, right. comes back to the table and they have him do something and then he leaves. Yeah. You know, okay. Yeah, someone who's part time invested, but I, don't, I wouldn't say an NPC because he he makes he has some challenges. And okay. NPCs generally don't have to make acrobat acrobatic skills. Yeah. Okay. To perform things that are not necessarily related Rip to the cotton. characters. Yeah. DC ten. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he keeps rolling yeah. shitty. To pull that he's rip. ninety pounds. He's got an eight strength. <laughs> uh, you also had the the two brothers uh, played by Ka- Casey Affleck and Scott Kahn. Uh, they were originally supposed to be played Is by... Is that one of those Afflecks? Yes, that's one of Ben Affleck's... That's his yeah. younger brother. Uh, they was, those that, those parts were originally supposed to be played by Owen and Luke Wilson, which I'm really glad that didn't happen. Yeah. I, I, Luke Wilson is okay, but I'm not a big fan anymore of, of Owen because I, everything in that movie would have been, wow, and... That just would have killed. Yeah, it, for it me. would have been annoying. I think they were good. They were. Oh, those the two were great. Henchmen. Yeah. yeah, they were in every the gearheads. Scene. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they just fought with each other, and but they, they were thing. always they were the two guys carrying everything as mm-hmm. well. Yeah. What I really liked yeah. is no one's father died, no one's master died. Mm-hmm. There wasn't any overly cliche reasons for their doing this. Pure. They greed. wanted money, and he wanted his his wife back. Yeah, that and that's it. it. Yeah. Yeah. And and Rusty wanted to get away from from teaching how to play poker to the 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 Hollywood teenager scene, which that whole scene in the in that bar was great, where he's trying to teach them poker, Topher Grace and uh, yeah. the woman that was on Charmed, and then another guy was on like Dawson's Creek and Pacey. And, and he was also in uh, the Mighty Ducks. He was Charlie in the Mighty Ducks. Okay, and he was in a uh, Fringe. I need to watch Fringe again. I need to watch The Mighty Ducks. Yeah, that's a good movie. That's a fun movie. It's fun. Yeah. It is. Yeah. It is. The second one was pretty good, too. third one was kind of oh, lame. God. But vodka. <laughs> <laughs> Little water. Little water. Uh, then we have Carl Reiner as Saul, which we already talked about, and Elliot Gould as Ruben, your two favorites, Nathaniel, out of the whole movie. They the were older guys. I, I, the older I get, the more I appreciate the older characters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I become to I see to, like their crankiness. I'm, I'm with you. So it, I'm just with apparently, you. I forget if it was the assistant director or it was it was someone in the production for the movie. Uh, oh no, I think it was one of the one of the original scriptwriters uh, based Ruben Tishkoff off of his actual like Russian uncle who like would come out where like with all the mm-hmm. gold chains and the and the hairy chest and and the big glass. He was like the stereotypical. Type. I didn't see him as Get in the fucking house. <laughs> I, I, I honestly, I, I saw him as like the epitome of the uh, the the Hollywood Jewish producer mm-hmm. is is what I was seeing. Yeah, there. I can see that. 
He's at a point in his life where he's eating big salads, but he's still fat. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it, that's another stereotype that you see often in movies. I also saw him as old Vegas. He, he was very much so, Vegas very much so. Versus when the uh, mob Benedict's was there, New, ba- New Vegas, yeah. and you, to the point that they destroy his casino as like proving that old Vegas is dying, and it's Benedict and yeah. his New Vegas, and he's like, oh, I fucking hate this guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then we have Eddie Jemison, who played Livingston Dell, who was the 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 Radio Shack of the of the group, the. The ears and the digital equipment. Yeah, radar. Yeah, radar. Thank you. I couldn't, for some reason, think of that word. Thank you. He was underutilized, too. He wasn't in that many scenes, but he was good. Yeah, know. he was uh, He was the back end of the whole heist, so. Mm. Yeah. Honestly, the characters, of course, that are in it the most. You are, have 11. There's not going to be a lot yeah. of screen yeah. time. Cooney, Cooney and Pitt. Mm-hmm. And then I think after Matt that, Damon. the two brothers. Mm-hmm. Because they're in almost every freaking yeah. scene. Well, so is Damon. And Damon's in a lot of them. But those two guys are literally, like, they are in ev- almost every scene. Like, they are the, the bodyguards. They yeah. are the henchmen. Mm-hmm. They are the carriers. They're the delivery guys. I just they're like the balloon guys. Everyone they're, didn't yeah. have an arc. Because that would have made this a five-hour movie. Oh, it would have been. They, they, oh, well, they, they explained they, they had it. They arcs. No, they, they, they have, like, less than... Like two sentences of explanation. Well, yeah, I mean, just, I mean, with their history, they just have yeah. the, like the the background, the yeah. mini arcs. That's okay, but that's like, where there's I was not conflict it. resolution with everybody, and it just doesn't matter. And, and it's just it's just good. Yeah, story. Just, stop, stop that, Hollywood, stop it. It's been done to death. It I'm has. sick of it. <laughs> that's true. Sorry, I lost my place. I'm just gonna say, like, if occasionally a parent or a sensei does not survive. So what? People can be heroes anyway. People can be admirable can be anyway. Hang on, Just that, for one day. That, that reminded me. You, you made a comment about parent, and because I was a little confused earlier when we started talking, you, one, both of you made the, the the comment about the flub of Matt Damon using his real name mm-hmm. as Frank. No, Matt Damon, Bernie Mac. Yeah, they when they busted him mm-hmm. for having an arrest record and working mm-hmm. as a dealer, mm-hmm. they did it under his real name. Yeah, yeah, you're right, Matt Damon. Matt Damon's the one who said Frank's real name. Okay, yeah. Okay. All right, because earlier in the movie, um, Matt Damon's dad is named Frank. And he, there was comment yeah, about, okay, yeah, so that's where I thought you well, were going okay, with that. First off, we're also assuming that Frank was his real name. Yeah, true. We're getting that yeah. from how his other people know him, too, though. But And he was very firm about, I'm not that, I'm Enrique yeah, or whatever he Yeah, was but his, his name well, listed it, in the movie yeah. is Frank Catton, so... Yeah. Matt Damon's dad was also named Frank, I think, if, if I remember correctly. And he said, you, you know, you're going to trade up on his name. Now you can trade on yours. Yeah. So. I'm sorry you were confused. No, I'm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just all over the place with this one. It's okay. I just reminded me. Did any of you see a very short-lived television show from the early 2000s, I think, with Ray Liotta called Smith? No. No. Check it out sometime. Okay. It kind of takes out some of the same premise. It's a team of Robert, bank robbers, uh, a heist job, a heist job team. There's only like one season. I'm still Even looking it was for Sharp. Short. It's not on any Oh, Sharp was services. great. Yeah. I loved Sharp. The, the Sean Bean shows? Yeah. That we were talking about last mm-hmm. time? Yeah. Yeah, you check them out. You know, I, I hear that there's these sa- these ships that sail the seas and carry yeah, and movies whatnot. back and forth. Maybe you should check that. This had a lot of great one-liners that actually lived on. They Not so much today. They didn't have that, like, total test of time thing. Mm-hmm. 
But during the early two thousands, you could hear a lot of quotes from this movie. Like, give us a few. What do you like? Give us a few that you that you liked specifically. Or oh, you got to put me on the spot, but <laughs> just like <laughs> do it because you were bringing it up. Wait, I like the scene of them sitting there. It was just it was just Clooney and Pitt, and Pitt's laying on his head on his side, kind of staring off. And Clooney's like, "Blah blah blah." I think we got a full crew, but you think maybe we need eleven? Yeah, I don't think we need eleven. Pitt and he's just still staring. You think we need 11, don't you? Pitt says nothing. Yeah, we need 11. <laughs> I, think, I think one of my favorites is is it's Rust, it's between Rusty and Linus. You scared? You suicidal? Only in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, honestly, and I'm drawing a blank on it, but uh, there, there were a lot of lines that were carried on and just people talking for quite some time. My favorite line is, and I thought it was indicative of the whole movie because everyone, all the cast of characters were too smart for the position they were in. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's why they turned to crime, which is a great underlying theme of the movie. And a theme I actually enjoy is that smart people have a real hard time just living in society. If you're really smart or you're really skilled, Mm -hmm. it's hard to be normal. It's hard to obey the norms rules. You know, we've visited that theme before in a previous episode. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, this reinforces it. Sneakers. Oh right, right, yeah. right. Yep. Well, this this is kind of uh, the, the almost the an carry on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, like that. God, I'm bored. You look bored. I am bored. <laughs> <laughs> it just it, it it would be very hard to be brilliant and not live outside the boundaries. I can think of one quote that I've used. Mm-hmm. All reds. <laughs> <laughs> I've used yeah. it a number yeah. of times. Yeah, and and I also like with this movie. There's there. There's a lot going on underneath the surface of the whole movie. There's a lot of there's a lot more history that gets hinted at. There's that that scene when when Clooney and Pitt are with Saul and they're trying to get him to, you know, hey, we want to do this heist and they're talking and and Saul says, you know, he's like, you know, look, we all go way, way back and I owe you from that thing, from that guy in that place. And, uh, you know, Rusty's like, I've never been to Belize, you know, like like, like, like that, you know, I don't know what you're talking about. So yeah. there's a little hints of a lot more underneath this that I that's something that I also really like with the script. I thought the I'm script really was amazing. I'm curious what they're going to do with the prequel. Like, it's oh, not a prequel. One? That's what the last thing I read this it, morning said uh, it was a prequel. It's not a prequel. It's a side movie. Um it's Danny Does Ocean's feel sister. Very passionate yes, about this. I do. I very much do. Okay. It's Danny Ocean's sister. Uh and Danny Ocean has died in this new movie and even actually Matt Damon and uh, Rob Reiner um, uh, do cameos reprising their roles in this movie, but they there's even a comment of of when she's up for her parole. No, when she's hanging out with he's a British talk show host, and I don't remember his name, but he's in this movie. He was on Doctor Who also. Um, uh, he he asked me, he's like, is this is this like a mental thing? Is it in the fan? Is it running the family? And she's like, yeah, it completely runs in the family. Talking about being thieves and heist people so yeah th- it's not a prequel it's not a reboot it is another side of the family doing their another part of the family doing their thing i don't know it just sounds kind of manufactured sounds like, like a soft reboot yeah like well a soft it had reboot. been in production from after when, the th- when they were thinking about after clooney said he wouldn't do a fourth one mm-hmm. they're like well let's let's yeah bring but in normally a, like a sister the the, the these are planned years years yeah years well back. it's not like a, a, a ghostbusters but, reboot yeah, that was another soft reboot. I'm not a big fan of soft reboots. I just I, I appreciate playing in a universe, but it has to be a good universe. I think you can give the feel of a movie or mm-hmm. the or even the commercial success of a movie mm-hmm. without 
just blatantly once again milking that cow for everything you can i mean it's just it sounds annoying i won't see it unless you guys make me i will behold my television screen blatantly milking that cow <laughs> yeah but that's for Rangers. children <laughs> i don't i don't think i'll put oceans eight on the list but i'll definitely go and see it like first run yeah huh. i have a movie pass card it's, oh, it's 10 bucks a month i'm not uh, yeah uh, yeah i'm yeah, not wasting money any money Sandra Block movies. why what's wrong with they are always disappointing garbage how always. so it's Sandra Bullock. that's how Ooh. <laughs> like gravity what about that movie gravity was awful as a script, it was decent, but like as real science, it was kind of shitty. Yeah. Oh, the part, the part that really just got me the most was right at the end. Oh, we got to let him go. No, you actually don't. Just tug. That's it. Just, just one little tug. I know. And guess what? He'll remain in orbit following the ship, yeah. following everything because that's how space works. <laughs> just tug. And he's. Speaking of how science works, I like when he covers his balls just before he sets off the EMP. That was yes, a great monkey moment. It's like, I know this can't affect my sperm count, but no. just in case, I'm going to cover I up. Thought he was about, I thought he was about to jizz his pants. <laughs> no, no. no, because no was, he, was, he was looking like, no, no, no. That was, let me, I'm going to cover my my My, my, my just yeah, to make sure. I, I read that as, I'm about to pop a boner out. Just <laughs> no, because you went the other direction. He was the kind of guy who would probably get turned on by that kind of stuff. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I would. I've yeah. never done an EMP. I'd, I'd get be turned rock on hard. by tech. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Busting through the front like, of my This is the guy whose whole thing is booby traps. Like He's yeah. really got a sick addiction to them so the, the cool thing about that whole scene with the with the emp device was that the the dr- tr- director and the production crew went to like caltech to <laughs> talk to them cool i know device. to talk to them about like hey this is what we want to do is this possible and they're like basically they're like yeah we actually have one it's over here but it's not going to fit in a van it's like the size of a building and so they they got schematics and they drew everything out and they're like okay we're going to make this one and Caltech went with green bubbly water yeah Caltech went that's not going to do anything but we understand what you want to do for a movie purpose so good on you thank yeah. you for at least coming and doing the research for us and and with us we appreciate that yeah I thought that was adorable but yeah. uh, I I totally get that monkey reaction of but just in case protect the balls <laughs> <laughs> you know? they also they also told the the production company and the crew everybody listen if you wanted to wipe out vegas the 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 electricity in vegas for this amount of time oh i thought you meant wipe out vegas <laughs> <laughs> you would literally have to drop a nuclear bomb on it because that's the only way you're going to get that widespread oh, no. power not vegas <laughs> <laughs> to me that's america's asshole i fucking hate see to vegas. me that's tucson arizona Nah, Vegas Los is Angeles. the fucking worst. As Vegas as, is just this, yeah, this I, this fake thing that exists in the desert, and people go there to hump the ghost of the American dream, and it's disgusting. I would have loved to go on to like to when Vegas. my granddad would go and count cards at the Black Two. That would have been great. That back in that back in the fifties and sixties, that would have been great. No, Vegas is just a place that feeds off addiction. Yeah, Vegas mm-hmm. is begging yeah. for a meteor. Yeah, I'd, I'd rather take out Los <laughs> I, Angeles. No, first. I no. hate Vegas. One it really wouldn't matter to me. Neon distraction because afterwards we're dead anyway. So. No, nah, I can't occupied. stand Tool either. Um, <laughs> Get out of my house. Oh, <laughs> dark. Real I don't. I don't. Maynard is. He's, he's he's been a dick lately. You know, Maynard's been a dick. We, we got to end that conversation. We He's gotta, got all his time for his fucking winery commercials, but will he come out on stage for 60 bucks? No, he won't. Who's going to stand in the about? dark? What do you mean? He, Who are you they, talking about? Tour on tour right now. Yeah. 
And he's in the dark. Because he wants the rest of his friend to get to your Actually, no. Who the fuck are you talking Maynard about? Maynard James Keenan. From Tool. Oh. Maynard oh, is not one. Okay. There's many bands that actually put the lead singer up in the top and in the back because there's better acoustics. Frequently, it's actually going to be better to put the drummer up the front or in the front side mm-hmm. because that way you can. Because the best better. singer in the world, acoustics matter. What are we talking into right now? Microphones. Oh, yeah. what do those do? <laughs> it's just a presence thing. Nah, yeah. fuck Maynard. And fuck his winery. His wine's really good. I've got several bottles in my God closet. God damn it. Now, that <laughs> that being said, I like his other bands. I like Perfect Circle. Yeah, I think, I think Perfect Circle is better than Tool. I like Pussifer a yes. lot. I Pussifer is fantastic. I don't actually like Perfect Circle at all, but I do like Pussifer. Yeah. yeah. Get, you can get out of my I'm, house, just, I'm just tired of Tool. <laughs> I just am. Tool's a tool. I think... I think... He's tired of Tool. Uh, I think probably. so, too. Well, okay, so there's a documentary about his winery. And mm-hmm. at one point in the documentary, they do talk about musical inspiration and how, you know, when you're in a certain mindset, and if that mindset is filled with a certain emotion, you can write certain music. And maybe you'll get famous for that music. But you can't always tour and play that music because you're not always in that mindset. It's like Nine Inch Nails. He's had the same kind of stuff. He's he's in his forties, if mm-hmm. not fifties. I think he's now. in his fifties. Yeah, he's now. probably yeah. early fifties. He no longer is the pre hate machine. No, because he no he's longer... not on drugs. Well, that's he's what not I depressed. like about him yeah. is that he he and his music have evolved. That's well, the yeah. same with Maynard. Like yeah. he mostly does stuff. He'll go back and forth between projects wherever. His I just mind is. I I don't. You don't like the fans, do you? That's, that's a big that's, thing. That, there's yeah, a lot the tool of fans. tool fans. Are like Star Wars fans or Rick and Morty fans. They tend to be douchebags. They tend to harp too heavily on the messages of the song without realizing that they are the butt of the joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because a lot of people didn't get the whole Szechuan thing, and people were freaking out. What gets me? What gets me is that he literally explains how stupid the Szechuan thing Mm -hmm. is as he's talking about the Szechuan sauce. Yeah, and yet people are still like, "Oh, you wouldn't get it. You're not smart enough." I'm like, dude, you're the joke. Yeah. (laughs) You're the joke. You see, this is why you don't talk to people. Some people you just need to slap. You know what you don't get about this? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> it's like that Batman slapping Robin image. Oh, yeah. Timeless. <laughs> there's just there's just some people yeah. that, that, that need to be grounded and centered. And I've found that nothing brings immediacy like a good slap across the chops. And you can send your complaints to Matthews at havemovieswillgame.com. Talk to, it. Talk to me in person. An <laughs> yeah, we can tell you exactly where he works, too. <laughs> Bring it. Oh, anyway, God, he covers his balls. Tangents in this. <laughs> By the way, if you uh, haven't already this caught just this, a, this is just an outtake episode. We're going to have spoilers thing. this episode. This, so this whole thing is just an outtake. And we'll be here when you come back. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have anything else on this? <laughs> All right. I'd like to say that I don't. When I first watched this movie back in oh uh, one, yeah, when, it came when out. I first yeah. watched it, I did see this in the theater. Yes, yeah, I thought it was one of the best movies I had ever seen. I agree. Um, I love the ensemble cast. I, I, I agree. I saw it in the theater. I thought it was amazing. Now, I, yeah. I can't sit and watch the original. It's it's too slow. It's too yeah. boring. It's different. I, tried. I, I, I tried. I love the actors in it, yeah. but it's just like ah, uh, just. F- Next fucking yeah. page. Come if on. If you're not a film student, don't bother. Um, yeah. But I, I have to say a lot of it, uh, a lot of it that I saw today out of the initial rosy glow mm-hmm. with the older, the more jaded, the more cynical Matthew mm-hmm. that watched it today, it, eh, it was all right. It, 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 it did not hold up in my estimation. 
See, for me, it, it, it did because I'm a big fan of the director. I mean, he there's a lot of the, the camera shots he uses, the the, the lighting that he uses. It's still a great uses. film. But it yeah, it is. I mean, I, I still blown away enjoyed kind of it feel. as much as I did the very first time I've seen it. Mm. So I watched it. I've seen it probably three dozen times. It's a movie I'll just put on if I'm like, oh, hey, I want a heist movie. And this is one of my favorite heist movies. Okay, cool. I feel both of you. But I, I do think, Matthew, you're, you're kind of speaking to the at least to me as a member of your choir here when i was watching it i remember i saw it in the theater and i was like this is one of the coolest fucking things i've ever seen in my life yeah because again i, I dig the whole competence porn mm-hmm. it and i i actually haven't seen it all that many times no i've seen it like three times this would be <laughs> the and third today would be like the fourth third yeah. or fourth maybe okay. and i remember thinking that too like okay this is good i'm enjoying this but it doesn't evoke that same feeling. I no. was not grabbing my crotch with excitement. <laughs> like I, but conversely, last time we talked about Big Trouble in Little China. Yeah. That is a movie that every single time I watch, I am sitting there wrapped with excitement. Yes. Yeah. 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 Um, See, I, I'm that way with this movie, too. I mean, I, those two movies, I will, I'll do a double feature on, and I'll be just as happy. Fifth Element. Yeah. Every time yeah. I watch it. I'm right I, there. I, I would say yeah. it's... When I saw it, it was a plus. Now it's now it's a B. It's a B now. Yeah, it's okay. it's it's not bad. Don't get me wrong. No, Don't no, get me twisted. I, but I think I and it may it may be me or it may be how stories have evolved and I've evolved with them over the years. Mm-hmm. But um, it just it seemed a little tame. Well, I think it's a little dated, which might cause it to be a little tame. I didn't notice much of the dated aspect. Yeah, I mean that's yeah. if you put a modern cell phone in anyone's in everyone's hand, the rest of it works. Yeah. Um but that's it. Okay. I mean the rest of it's there. I mean there's a little bit of frosted tips which you can't get away from <laughs> in the 2000s, but that's neither here nor the there. O- the only thing that I don't like the, the, the problem with this director is that every movie he does has that same kind of at the end goes back and Shows you what was going on behind the scenes. Yeah, like, he does that in all of his movies, and that's and that's his thing, and I like it. But every after this movie, you go in knowing uh, every movie he's going to do, there's going to be cuts going yeah. back, and you're going to see things like you know Matt Damon walking by, and then someone wa- yeah. coming back It'd behind be him explaining. Yeah, so you know how they got from A to B to C to D. So, yeah. I mean, I thought it was good. I just i I expected to like it more because I haven't seen it in like a decade. Okay. And I didn't, and I was a little weirded out by that. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, I kind of, again, I, I wouldn't even say B. I would say an A minus. I, I still put it in the top 90%. Yeah, I give it a solid A, like a very good solid A still. And it's, yeah, good, at least an A, A minus. I hate, I hate using the word minus because minus implies bad. But I think an A minus is still better than a B plus. Okay, well, how, how many Matt Damons would you give it? <laughs> out of 10 Matt Damons. <laughs> Eleven, <laughs> obviously eleven. <laughs> how many? How many oceans? I would give it nine and a half oceans. I'm at eight oceans. Nine nine I'm 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 definitely at ten oceans. Yeah. Not eleven. Ten. Well, there are a few things, but okay. And it's just more on the technical side. Some continuity mistakes, like yeah. like there. Okay, so one of the the running gags in the whole movie, if you catch up on it, is that that Brad Pitt's character is eating in every single scene that he's in. Something no. he's eating pretty much in every single scene that he's. I in. was actually looking for it because I had heard that, mm-hmm. so I went back and looked. He eats a lot, but yeah. it's not in every yeah. scene. Uh, I, I, I was every scene. Thing. Okay. Yeah. 
um, because they're always on the go. So he's always and there's that the one scene where they're inter, where they're going to introduce uh, Julia Roberts' character coming down the stairs, and he had gone through so many pieces of shrimp that at one point he's got you know a bowl of shrimp, and then the next cutaway scene it's a plate, and then it cuts back to him and he's got a bowl again. So they're little. Little things like that on the technical side kind of whittle it down just a little bit. But apparently he, he went ate through. all the shrimp and got more? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> shrimp tray came by? <laughs> it is a rich-ass casino. Um, speaking of that, the actors, even though they each took uh, such a significant pay cut in doing this movie, they each actor in this movie had, uh, the, the, you know, the top build, had a 7,000-square-foot villa at the Bellagio all to themselves. Nice. I wanted to like it more than I did on on rewatch, but you didn't dislike. Yeah, it. I didn't dislike it. I thought I thought it was a good movie. It's a solid movie. I yeah, I love um, this movie. The cinematography was great. Whoever went in and did the editing made it nice and lean, which I really like in a movie. Yes, uh, there was a lot going on in the scenes. The whole less is more thing that I'm a fan of. It's like show the story, don't tell it. I yeah, I, I think it's a, a solid. It's a really good movie, but yeah, I was expecting to love it. And I was like, oh, yeah, 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 Tired chuckles, not, not, oh, my God. Well, I don't think there's a lot of, oh, my God, laughter through the whole movie. I think there's some good, there's some good comedy, but I don't, yeah. it's, it's, it's a heist. I don't, I don't think, uh, I don't think, a, well, a, I was using that as an analogy. Okay. I was just saying, actual... okay. Well, there's right. another movie from kind of around the same time that I, I find myself feeling the same way about a movie that I loved when it came out. And I watched it numerous times. And now I see it. I'm like, okay, I've enjoyed watching this, but I'm just not into it. And mm-hmm. that's Fight Club. I think I kind of have the same feeling. Like, it seemed to be very set in a moment. Yeah. And it's very much a boys club kind of show. Yeah. Neither of them have a very diverse cast. Uh, sometimes that doesn't you, particularly well, bother me. For but. me, sometimes, with Ocean's Eleven at least, I started noticing it because it was there was a monotony. And in, in the fact that it's just the same people and over and over again, these quick cut scenes, which is odd because there's a, there's a TV show, which I'll talk about in a bit, that kind of does the same thing, but they condense it in, in like little capsule format and it does, and I'm addicted to the show, but uh, yeah, it just... Yeah, Fight Club is the same, isn't no. it? It doesn't, it, it, doesn't. it certainly doesn't have the impact. Maybe it's because it's, it's just past. It's over. It's past. Yeah. Maybe we're just getting old. I think so. Maybe death looms. And it's cold hands reach. Yeah. You got anything else, Dusty? <laughs> God, we're all over the place on this one. <laughs> I, I came in with like, you know, I didn't have the bulleted things. Like, I want to go away from that, but I had my brain about the way I wanted else? to go. And no, I don't have yeah. anything else. Because I can sit here and go on and on about how much I like the director and the cinematography and the use of color and the, you know, the color I did palettes. notice that, how... Um, soundtrack the, 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 the warmth of the casino mm-hmm. like everything went yellow the, mm-hmm. everything was tan and yellow and he uses a lot of yeah. unfil- he doesn't use a lot of filters on light so it gives a very washed out look on a lot of things and well that's awesome. yeah everything outside was was very washed and but everything in mm-hmm. inside while when they were planning yeah uh, not even just the casino but when they're when they're indoors yeah uh, they they used a lot of yellow filter, which gave mm-hmm. it uh, a, a warmth, uh, which makes you think camaraderie, even if people are yelling at each other, because mm-hmm. that's just the way we're wired. Yeah. Um. So I mean, that was that was good use. I agree with that. All right. Well, we're gonna take a little break, and when we come back, we're gonna get into the gaming aspects. 
Hi, everyone. This is your favorite host, Matthew. This week's episode is brought to you by Guardian Games, who we are proud to have as our sponsor. Guardian Games is Portland's largest gaming store. They have almost every game you can think of, be it role-playing, board game, card games, miniature games, even video games. They also have a ton of gaming-related material and some pretty neat swag. I mean, the D20 fuzzy dice that go in your mirror, that's good stuff. If, you, uh, if you're 21, uh, you can have a drink in the back at the Critical Sip. Booze makes gaming better. Always has, always will. There's free games back there. You'll love it. Uh, they also have a friendly and incredibly knowledgeable staff, and they are the hub of a diverse and friendly gaming community. Um, if you're in Portland, you definitely want to go to Guardian Games. All right, so what? So I, one of my friends has this theory or this political belief that he's like, if he ever is elected to office, he wishes to campaign hard for what he calls the five free punches rule. Go on. Oh, dear you Lord. get five free punches each year. You just get five, just five free punches. You think if you live in a society where people can get five free punches, you know, duty free, <laughs> then people will be a little bit less likely to be dicks to each other. It would be hard to be a public figure in that. That being said, it would be I hard. really, yeah. really want this to happen. Yeah. Who would I spend mine on? I think there would need to be rules like you can't do it in, within domestic relationships because that's just kind of legalized. I, I think there should be a limit as to how many punches an individual can take. Like, I get five free punches, but no one should be hit more than, let's say, a thousand times. Uh, no, I, I think... No, no, go ahead. A thousand times is enough to get your point across. <laughs> Some people know, like the conversation we were just having prior to well, you could, back up. You could, you could, how, we could work with this. We could turn it into <laughs> five free punches, no more than five against you. So no person can be punched more than five times. Oh, like, but that, so that I, is I just people uh, punching each other. If someone doesn't get more than five, no, it's punching without being arrested. This, w- this would them. turn into yeah. like the scene from Airplane, where people are going down the row uh, and and smacking the girl that's the woman that's like being hysterical, or the kid or whoever, whomever. I think that's what it would turn into, and that's glorious. I think, I think I'd spend it all on politicians. I'm not going to say who, yeah. but yeah, yeah. 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 Oh. And and one one for a guy, just 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 a guy I know, just a guy you know, and he's getting punched. <laughs> I hope it's not me. No 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 no. <laughs> I don't think it's anyone at this table. No no no. It's I I have I have a nemesis, and we we hate each other, but we check in on each other every now and then to I make think, sure the other's still alive so that we can keep hating. I that think we I think we all have a nemesis. Oh, and Bobbin. I'd punch Bobbin once, just for shits and giggles. I can't think of my nemesis anymore. I know that there have been stages in my life where I have had people that I have Since considered Since I was nemesis. 17. I, 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 had, I had a nemesis for a while, and he's actually, he turned into a pretty good friend. Hey, Pat, 23 years of hate. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> and I'm from, coming from, for you, boy. From my perspective, I think we were, I was in my early 20s, and he was a few years older. And from my perspective, he stole my girlfriend. And so we were like nemesis. I'm a nemesis, whatever, nemesis. I'm, I'm a writer and words fail me sometimes. Uh, but the Pope, years, the president. Years later, 
we the Pope is sat down and really nice played yes. video games together, and everything was totally cool. And and Chris, if you actually listen to this, yeah, you're a cool guy. I enjoy hanging out with you when I come to Phoenix. Man, he stole your girlfriend. You told him to go fuck no, himself. No, no, I'm, I'm not gonna. No, no. I, looking back, I, he didn't steal my girlfriend. Did you just, use one of your five on him? No, oh, okay. no, no. So he's he's, a, he's a really good guy. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. he's so a really he's good guy. Yeah, you have to have a nemesis. I had a nemesis in middle school. That I would still use one of my punches. On yeah, if yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck yeah. Uh, but I do have someone in my life that I would, that I would like, like yeah. straight up. I want you to hit me as hard as you can, Fight Club, and I wouldn't hit his ear, but I would straight up. Hit I him would the straight job. up Rochambeau this person, and I would get the first kick. Like, do do you get yeah. to do you get to choose where you punch them, or is it Ooh. just like the face or body? Nothing below the belt. I mean. Probably because if we're changing belt. it to dick punching, then we I have some different choices. <laughs> I didn't really think this through. This was a drunken These are important. <laughs> <laughs> if it's going to be dick punching, then, or just crotch punching in general, then, uh, that's a little. Eh. <laughs> I can think of a number <laughs> of nemesizes <laughs> since that middle school person that have all faded into obscurity. This kid. Yeah, I had I a lot of people I didn't like him. from like third yeah. grade through graduating high school. That guys, all... a nemesis hate is it's it's pure, it's passionate, and it never fades. Okay, so I understand. You, you I am a writer. Applying... I know this. Well, then stop <laughs> applying it to a guy you don't hate anymore. Um, you you it's it's it has to be someone that you okay. So what? So, burn so why do you destroy? have this burning hatred? Why, how is this person your nemesis? Hold on. The statute of limitations okay. is, has is, not quite expired no. on some of this yet, this, so I'm not going to go into it. Is this like <laughs> is this like Cosmo looking at his buddy being like, "That's my nemesis"? Oh no like no no! Level, this is, is like deeper? this is like Doctor Venture in the Monarch. This is wow. Hate. Okay, uh, you leave my husband alone. <laughs> <laughs> you and I already slept together. Who cares? You got oh. the rusty. <laughs> How are your boys? <laughs> Oh, no, anyway. Are they I'm doing sorry. okay? Uh, I should probably seek back into what we're actually doing here, huh? Yeah, I think we're All going right. into the gaming talk now. All right, so um, I wrote a little something for this. Uh, it's called Run and Hide. Okay. Um, so as I pointed out during the movie section, there are a couple of parts where they expose themselves to... Who <laughs> do they now? <laughs> to... to uh... <laughs> <laughs> It sounded appropriate. Sounded more appropriate than pop pop pom. I'm just resting my nose in my microphone. <laughs> uh, no, they, they, microphone. they they made themselves vulnerable to prosecution, to being discovered, to being tracked. Um, <laughs> that sound I'll, you hear I'll, I'll is wait Nathaniel's, Nathaniel's head in his elbow, head down on the table. Laughing, posing in the five months at the vulnerable. <laughs> I was waiting for the five months. So I, I thought you were going to work it in. Uh, the ocean crew made several mistakes and left many clues that would enable Benedict to track them. Uh, the dealer's real name, his girlfriend being openly with Danny Ocean, just to name a couple. There's a lot of ways that he has a hook into their real life. Mm-hmm. It doesn't take long for Benedict, who is a very intelligent individual, to put the pieces together and figure out what really went on. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I completely agree. Yeah. So no one is staying in the country. People have to flee. But as we already see, he has a massive amount of money. Mm-hmm. He but, has wanna, a massive amount of resources. These, What you're talking about is not in any way informed by the other movies. This is all new. Uh, yes. 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 Okay. I, I never. That's kind of what I pull. thought. I haven't seen them. Either. Yeah. Um, I, ne- I only pull from what's in front of me. Um, so Benedict will figure it out. Mm-hmm. Um. He's a smart guy. Yeah. 
I mean, he will come after them with his full resources. He's not going to turn them over to the police. He's after blood. Mm -hmm. He's, as I said earlier, he's very cold. He's very reptilian. And he's willing just to go for it. He's going to have them killed if he catches them. Well, there was there was that comment early on, you know, if if you're gonna if you're gonna do this, you need to you know run because he'll come after you, and then he'll come after run your family. And hide. Yeah. yeah, and and then he'll he'll kill you, and then he'll go to work on. Oh, you. this is all based off that phone conversation mm-hmm. with uh, yeah. with uh, the, the fucking Brad Pitt. Um, oh yeah, definitely the yeah, run and run hide. and hide. Yeah, run and hide, motherfucker. So, um, however big your player group is, that's how many of the PCs survive his initial attack. Okay. Because he sends his henchmen out and kills everyone who's not a player character sitting at your table. You can pick from any of the 11 in the movie. Now, the rest will show up dead. You will hear about it because you are criminals and everyone has contacts in the underground. Word will get around. You mm-hmm. will know you are being hunted. I advise the player group to band together, but just straight running mm-hmm. also works. This is not a game where you are the bold hero. You are people with a set of skills which will hopefully enable you to survive a massive onslaught from a man who literally has enough money to buy influence in whatever country's government you happen to be hiding Oh, yeah. In. He's, he's got like five dots in, yeah. in influence. It, that's $163 less. <laughs> $163 million Less. Uh, good point. So uh, he's probably got four dots. Okay, you know? yeah, yeah, that's true. He's dropped a dot. Okay. So do you run and hide? Uh, do you fight back? Do you attempt to take him out? Or are you just down for escaping? Mm-hmm. That's going to be the question that the party will have to settle first. Okay. The DM or the GM or the storyteller or the whomever should gear it in whatever game it is so that the party bands together. Probably being driven towards each other, towards a trap where he can take the entire party and in true villain fashion gloat over them for a second mm-hmm. before he brutally murders you all. Yeah. So you but really he doesn't but he, but he doesn't gloat like meh, meh, meh. he gloats he gloats like this. Oh yeah. Yeah, Very it's calm. a smoldering stare almost. Yeah. Of, 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 my blue steel. Glaring. Oh, you fucked up. Do you frame him? How do you take him down? You are not really fighters. None of you are really fighters. So you're going to have to use your special skills. In order to take that down. So this should be done in a skill-heavy game. Mm -hmm. And I honestly think that um, as it doesn't have a lot of combat sequences. No, there there really wasn't uh, any. Yeah, any of the the more mainline games would would really work for Mm -hmm. this. But your goal is either to escape or to destroy the foe that is most certainly coming to destroy you. Yeah, the only only type of fighting that was even in this movie was just verbal attacks yeah just back and forth banter like who could be more of a smart ass or who could be uh basically it was a bunch of bards talking to each other that that, that double classed in thievery so this is going to be a game of who can plan best but it's going to be a game about being awesome oh yeah so yeah yeah. that's my idea for what to do like if you wanted to game this at the table what you got well you guys know i love competence porn yes i like stories of awesome people doing awesome things awesomely (laughs) i love it when the people are really good at what they do and they get to showcase that more than once and it's not just oh i critically succeeded at a thing it's like no i critically succeed for breakfast kind of thing (laughs) 
So that's the theme of this. Mm-hmm. Clearly, I mean, this is this is a movie where all of them are good at what they do. Yeah, and this is the kind of to bring <clears throat> to bring this off the screen into your table. You want a game or a setup that's going to allow your characters to frequently succeed and, and do it very well. Right. Like mm-hmm. you're, you're going to want to add some embellishment because one of the cool things about all the shit that they did in these movies is that they did it with pizzazz. Or they great, did it with yeah. flash. They, they didn't grab it out of their ass. It was yeah. premeditated. Yeah. It was well. They knew out. every well step executed. of the way. It was. It was watching like watching a really good chess game. Someone knowing, you know, six, seven, eight moves ahead. Also. But they did it like they left their mark. They fucked with their mark, mm-hmm. even. Like the person that they, they played with their him. mark, they yeah. played with him to the point the van with, oh, oh watch it. Oh, oh, hey, watch it. Yeah, just do it already. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, like they were fucking with them. They were that good. So you want a game system that's going to allow that. But not just the game system. If you're going to run this as a GM, you need to be prepared to allow the players to improvise. Uh-huh. And if you're going to play this, or if you're going to run this, you're also going to want a bunch of players that are down for that kind of awesomeness. Mm-hmm. Like, so many games make you start out as, you know, Joe Q piss pot tender, right. and then you have to fight your, claw your way up to the top experience point by experience point. This game has no experience. You don't track advancements. You will start this game, and you will be awesome. Mm-hmm. There's I really, like awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's like a good, the advancement. Your normally RPGs award you with a number of things, such as you know XP, skills, treasure, increases to your character's abilities, yeah, and things you can use later. Not really this one. No, this is money. Yeah, money. Is this money the runner up, get. or is this what you got? Well, what do we got? I can think of a few systems off the top of my head. There's one specifically called One Last Job. Mm-hmm. It's an indie game. It's on drive through. It has significant levels of failure involved in it, so I'm not really going to pitch it. Okay. There's another game that kind of comes to mind that's really popular, and I believe like the tabletop group has done it. And anyway, a lot of people know this game is called Fiasco. Mm-hmm. Some people might. Some people suggested, "Hey, Fiasco." No, not Fiasco, because Fiasco is a Coen Brothers movie game, <laughs> not <laughs> a competition. Use later. Game. Okay. Fiasco is a game where everyone fucks up and does so disastrously. Right. You can start with a heist that seems to be going well, but with Fiasco, everything goes downhill because it is a fiasco. fiasco. Mm-hmm. First, I want to talk about a television show. Okay. It's a television show that no longer exists that was filmed here in Portland, Oregon. I think I know where you're going to go with this because I think you've mentioned it, this this show several times in several different episodes for several different reasons. All of them good. I'm not downplaying yeah. that at all. But uh, I, I think I know where you're going. It's called Leverage. Yep. Uh, ding, ding, ding. Leverage is basically, in its own way, Ocean's Eleven, the TV show for five whole seasons. It is... Uh, starring Timothy Hutton mm-hmm. as the main that would be Danny. Yeah, uh, he is the mastermind, mm-hmm. as 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 you call that character on the team. And then he builds this team of criminals to do a job. And then one thing leads to another. They get screwed by their uh, their their employer. Then they band uh-huh. together to go fight back against their employer. Then they realize, hey. We actually got a good, good thing going this. on yeah. here. Let's start a TV show. And make this. <laughs> anyway, so they do a TV show about uh, so the TV show is about a team of criminals who 
unlike the Ocean's Eleven group, these are mostly good people. Very chaotic, mm-hmm. but in the end, they tend to do the good thing because right. they mostly do their work pro bono. They will. They don't take shut down the hospitals to get their money. They don't. Oh, that's they good. will take. Mm-hmm. They take mission. They take these jobs from people who need help, who need leverage on someone, and then they go through the motions of basically bringing their target down to the ground, to the dirt and below. Oh, you did explain this once before. And this is it's the one that does show. the reveal at the end how they did it. Yeah. Just like Ocean's yes. Eleven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Leverage is built. There's a formula. And, you know, like some things feel like a bad formula. Leverage always does it well to the point that you're waiting for it. Like, right. You know it's coming. You mm-hmm. know it's coming. You're like, what is? how did they do it? doesn't get old because the characters are interesting and they grow and they progress and mm-hmm. they have good connections and I, <laughs> I'm turning this into the Leverage show but <laughs> Leverage is a really great show it's, it's on right. Netflix five whole seasons of it it's got some great actors in it Timothy Hutton mm-hmm. Saul Rabiniak uh, uh, Mark Shepard is in a lot of the episodes uh, what, what was her name who was uh, Seven of Nine Jerry Jerry Hollowell Jer- Jerry Ryan? Jerry Ryan. Jerry Ryan. She gets, Ryan. In, she gets yeah. in that She's show? In it. She's in it for a season. Okay. Uh, I, didn't, she, I didn't watch all five yeah. seasons. Great, 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 great show. Leverage, send us stuff. Send us stuff, Leverage. <laughs> stuff. Yeah, stuff. Yes, please. Yeah, Christian Kane is in it also. Christian Kane yeah. is one of my favorite. He's, he lives in Portland. He is, yeah. Yeah, he, he frequents Dante's and does, uh, he sings. He does yeah, a set he's, there he's in a country band. Yeah, Christian Kane is an amazing actor. Uh, he's in the librarians too, and we bought the first season of the librarians only because Christian Kane was in it. Mm-hmm. Not so good. Yeah. See, I love the movies for the the librarian. Yeah, yeah. the show. Was, uh, the movies were movies. Yeah, it shouldn't have been a show. Um, uh, and Christian Kane's like the only redeeming quality. Well, John Larroquette's good in that too, but Christian <laughs> Kane is like the only. He steals every scene he's in. Anyway. Oh yeah, I forgot. Mark Shepard is also in Leverage. Mark Shepard. Yeah. yeah. He, he's he's a recurring character. He's mm-hmm. kind of a villain. Yeah. And in true competence porn style, occasionally he's an ally. You never really know because it's Mark Shepard mm-hmm. and he plays that I'm going to fuck you up, but today we're friends character so well. Cool. So, Leverage has an official role-playing game based on it. Okay. And this is the game that I think would be perfect. So in Leverage, you play a team of specialists. You get together and you do jobs against a mark. In it, you uh, you have the mastermind, and the mastermind is the, car- is the player who's in charge of uh, making a lot of decisions for the team, organizing things, and kind of manipulating some of the, the player side story. You have the grifter. They are the social character. Saul, of course, mm-hmm. would be have been a grifter. Uh, there were there were a number of social scenes in the movie, but ultimately Saul is the one who comes to mind. Okay, uh, I think he did the biggest grift. Yeah, I think he probably. Yeah, I think you're right on that. He, I think he had the most in in character wise, like of the character that he had to make was the more long-running, long-term. He had to stay in that persona the whole time, whereas everybody, you know, Brad Pitt was a doctor. Mm -hmm. You know, he was, you know, whatever else. Danny just played Danny just to kind of pull attention away from everybody else. Um, The the brothers were caterers and mechanics and everything else you could be thrown their way. So, yeah, I I agree. Saul was probably the 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 longest-running con in the whole movie. Yeah. Uh, Is that the Margaret Weiss... Of Dragonlance. Wait, 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 what? 
like a lot of these RPGs we pull up on drive through, like Leverage. Um, Leverage is done by Margaret Weiss Productions, which yeah. is from Dragonlance, yep. old school. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, they have a company. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's awesome. They yeah, do a game is. called Cortex. Uh-huh. With the first instance of Cortex, I believe. I think it's called Cortex because the first instance of it was the Serenity role playing game. Right. And they've done a few editions of Cortex. This is a flavor of Cortex. Uh, I actually like this system a lot better than the Serenity version, but mm-hmm. it's really good. I also have the Firefly game over there, which is another yeah, Cortex. Yeah, so do I. Yeah. But uh, so we got the Grift, we got the Mastermind, we got the Grifter. Another mm-hmm. character is the Hacker. I mean, you know. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. The, yeah, the Hacker is great in that show. Another character is the Thief. Mm-hmm. She's right? amazing. Yeah. And then finally, we have the hitter. We don't really have a hitter in Ocean's Eleven. You could probably even leave that role out. The thug that would be the, the bruiser. Yeah. Oh, okay. The Christian Kane's character in the show okay. is the hitter. It's, yeah. it's 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 almost Bondian in that way. That there's not a lot of gratuitous violence. It's it's more the violence is implied rather than shown. Yeah. But this is a game that I think could do the Ocean's Eleven theme very well. Now, mechanically, it's, you know, you build a, you, you basically, I'm, I'm doing it a horrible injustice. I'm sorry, fans of Cortex. <laughs> basically, the system is a kind of a stat plus skill. You get a die from a stat, you get a die from a skill. They call mm-hmm. them different things like traits and assets. But in it, you get a, a die from one thing and a die from another thing. And you roll these two dice and you add them together and you make a thing happen. Uh, so, but it. My favorite part of this system is it has these things called plot points, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which are kind of tokens like Savage Worlds have the bennies. Fate has fate points. Cortex has plot points. In, Corte- in this version of Cortex, you use these to change the immediate story at hand. Oh, right, right, right. Okay. And you mainly, there's a number of ways to do it, but my favorite way, and the reason I chose this game specifically, mm-hmm. is the flashback system. Okay, hang, hang on, I'm going to interrupt you, I'm sorry. Can you give an example of how, like, changing the game, how that Benny works? You're just like... You're escaping the guards and you're fleeing down an elevator shaft. Flashback, you use your Benny. Okay, Someone left okay. you repelling gear... Oh, on top okay. Of the that's elevator. what I thought. I just wanted Something to make like sure. Something like that? Perfect. Okay, yeah. that's, I Perfect. wanted to make sure I was it. on the same page with that. Okay, cool. Yeah. Well, and you can use the plot point to say there's gear there, but then you have to tell how, how? it happened. That's so an interesting thing. I like that. Yeah. But there's two ways to go about it. One is you, the player, are like, shit, I need some repelling gear. And you look around the table. You haven't voiced this aloud yet. Nobody says anything. So you turn the GM, or as... Uh, the GM has a special name in this game. Storyteller you turn GM, to the GM. Yeah. The runner. Uh, the fixer in this game. Okay. The GM is the fixer. But you turn to the GM, and the GM says, okay, spin a plot point, describe to me the flashback, and then roll a test to see uh-huh. if that succeeds, if that actually happens. If you fail to die, if you succeed, then yes, it's there exactly as you, you explained it. If you fail, you still have to keep explaining it, and then you have to explain why it failed. Right. However, okay. the other way of going about that is you're there. Suddenly you find that you need that repelling gear. And before you say something, Dusty says, it's a good thing you left that repelling gear here last time. By another player making that pat on the back mm-hmm. 
and making that suggestion, you can then spin the plot point and you don't have to make a test. It just happens. Uh, is is there a way to make sure that, that fits into the ongoing storyline? Otherwise, that could be abused. Yeah, I, that, I was going to say abused. the same thing. That could be really be abused. You have to narrate it sufficiently. Okay. Okay. I mean... So it has to fit in with times and places that have already been like he flew into from nebraska an hour ago this takes place in new york like he hasn't had time to do that yeah i, I mean, see where you're going i, I oh, see no, where you're no, going no, with no, that no so dusty mm-hmm. doesn't have to be the one who put the repelling gear there uh, oh i could just says, vocalize it the player not the character mm-hmm. dusty says it's a good thing you had that guy do that thing and you're like it was. Yeah, I did. Forward. Yeah. It's a good thing I All did. Right. This is how it happened. You, If if another player passes it mm-hmm. to like, you, yeah. g- gives you that, gives you the opportunity, you don't have to make the test. It just happens. Right. I like Otherwise, that. Otherwise, yeah. the guards get you. Or you, you make a roll. Or you have to make it, a yeah. roll to see if the guards get you. Yeah. That right there. That's, that's, that's interesting, yeah. yeah. So you can do, uh, and that's called an establishment flashback. Mm-hmm. Uh there's two different types of flashbacks. I forget the name of the second one, but the second one is like a revelation flashback or the whatever. It's the flashback that at the very end, as you're nearing completion of the job, the mastermind character, their player has a special ability to bring a different kind of flashback into play, a coordinated team flashback where they can start the narration of it and then everybody else at the table can push point push forward a plot point right to add to the the revelation of okay. what actually happened this happens all the time in the show leverage mm-hmm. and this was like the last 20 minutes of oceans 11 yeah yeah like oh by the way we did this and we did this and those cops were us the whole time yeah and the van is full of strip stripper fly or prostitute <laughs> flyers and 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 yeah <laughs> <laughs> and 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 yeah, I would. Yeah, and it's driven by a robot. That was a great little. So yeah, thing. I, I that seems just about perfect for I'm, this game. Yeah, the, yeah, the leverage game would be perfect for Ocean's Eleven. I I, I would love to. Yeah. I'd I'd love to play a, a night of of leverage, like roll up a character and play it. It sounds a little complicated, but I imagine once you get into the flow, it especially because it seems unlike a traditional, uh, like let's just say D and D modern mm-hmm. or D twenty modern. Where everyone's kind of looking out for themselves, this seems like you're working with your crew to help you do amazing things. Have you ever played a game where you needed an item and you didn't have it? Yes. No. Like, Many times. Went, why did I not buy that ten foot pole? Many times. That's why that I spent a lot of time on my equipment list. <laughs> but you're in that spot where that ten foot pole could fucking help you right that, now. That, that's why I always like GMs. Or that's like, what that's for. You, right. you have that in your standard pack. Don't worry about that. Whereas playing with you, Nathaniel, oh, it depends on the game. The few that I've played with you is I was like, fuck, I forgot my wait. I I have rope with me. Do you? Well, you're just gonna let me. It's a standard adventures pack. Do you? You've done that to me a few times. Like, no, I don't. Looks like you don't have rope. <laughs> It all depends for me on the game. I've run a game where I have done that, mm-hmm. and then one player turns and says, so I just have a bag full of crap, right? And I said, and I looked at the player, and I know the character that she's playing. It's like, you absolutely have a bag full of crap, but you're going to have to roll each time you reach into it Yeah, to see what you pull out. I, uh, <laughs> I, I spend a lot of time on equipment lists and carrying capacity because I'm weird like that. 
And I like the the forethought that goes into that. Yeah. That being said, that's not for everybody. That's just something that gives me a weird little OCD boner. So I could see how this kind of game is very good for it. I especially like that it tells it in flashbacks, which is Ocean's Eleven. That's all Ocean's Eleven. Ocean's Eleven is just flashback, flashback, Mm -hmm. flashback. Oh, so now we're doing this thing. Oh, how do we get here? Good thing you asked. (laughs) Right. We're going to show you right now. (laughs) It's to the point that the timing on those flashbacks in the movie was so well done. Like, Mm -hmm. oftentimes something would happen and you're like, what the fuck? Oh, okay. Right Right, right before you finish that third word, Mm -hmm. the flashback cuts through with that sepia tone showing Mm -hmm. everything that that just happened. Nice. Yeah. Or like the, you dropped the phone into Julia Roberts' pocket. Mm-hmm. That kind of thing is what you would spend a plot point on. Yeah, because you're like, okay, cool. Well, I'm gonna let a, I'm gonna let I'm gonna let them know that we won. And you're like, the GM's like, oh, are you? How are you going to do that? Mm-hmm. Right. I totally Here's dropped my a chit. Phone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Slide that plot point across the table. I like that. I like that a lot, actually. It's the perfect system for this kind of. Game. Yeah. No. Agreed. That's I was just thinking yeah. that was a heavy old clunky phone. How did she not notice that in her filmy little silk? Because one, he had the antenna up, and he just as no, he no, went no, in, no, the weight of it. I know, but he didn't just drop it. I mean, that you see the cut where he gently lowers it into gently her pocket as, in. You're as he what kisses I'm saying, her. I'm, I'm saying that that's a heavy phone, and she it wasn't got up that and heavy. moved. Yeah, not heavy. You ever worn silk, baby? It, she didn't. I had silk boxers. I had silk boxers. She didn't notice it. Because he paid for that shit with a plot point. Ah, yeah, there, there, okay, there you go. <laughs> all right, all right. Well, well, well done. Well done. The player on that. didn't think of it until like, that exact moment in the game. <laughs> right, right, right. Now, um, there's another way we could go about this, mm-hmm. and that is to go with a gear list, and that is to go Shadowrun. Mm. Cut out the magic. Cut out the orcs. I've run. I've taken the Shadowrun system and run modern day hives games. That's basically it. you're just running modern D20 at that point. No, I wouldn't do D twenty because D twenty again is kind of like part of the joy just, of playing D twenty is XP yeah, and, and building up. Okay. I think Shadowrun skills are way better. Okay, because Shadowrun allows you to specialize in each of those roles mm-hmm. and build out thir- 13, 11 interesting characters. Yeah, see, I I didn't have a I didn't cut my teeth on Shadowrun. I mean, there was a little bit of playing of Shadowrun for me growing up, it's but it's a not really a lot. fun game. Shadowrun, send us stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I think if if you are the type of group that mm-hmm. wants to go through the the extreme minutiae of putting together a heist, taking your bankroll, mm-hmm. going against the list of gear, making the connections, honestly, the that is something I that that would be fun. Oh, that, that would as be a GM, fun. I've run those games, mm-hmm. those games that are like, all right. We just spent four full sessions mm-hmm. doing nothing but buying stuff from contacts. I'm like, that's right. We got two more coming. <laughs> <laughs> this is Shadowrun, motherfucker. Yeah, I mean, I mean, there, 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 there are times when you're run, when you're in a game like that as the GM, you can be like, "You guys are gonna go. Are you gonna talk? I'm gonna go watch a movie. So yeah. you need to and, and just every once in a while, if you have a question, Come I'll pause me. it. Yeah. <laughs> I, as a GM, I like being there. No, I know like, you do. I know, like, and 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 I think we match. all do. I think we all do. But there are sometimes where you're just like, okay, you guys are gonna have a yeah. lot of planning that you got to do. Come and come and tap me on the shoulder when you need something answered. Yeah, I I, I could do this in Shadowrun, but I wouldn't want to these days. Um, yeah, I don't have the time for it anymore. 
See, I would without yeah. knowing that the leverage the game was. I mean, I I knew cursory was out there off to the, you know off to the side, but I would have if if I were sitting in your position, if our roles were reversed, I would have run modern D twenty. That's what I would have put in this. But I have an affinity for modern D twenty, and I like it, and it's a good system. And the one of the the things I really like about doing this with with the two of you and with you as the as the game guy, there I cut my teeth on vampire on star wars weg and then just the original D and then second ed and so on and so forth you are introducing to a lot of other games that i would have never even given a second thought to so that's awesome thank you you're you, welcome you know the high shelves well yeah <laughs> <laughs> like the, the shelves where oh what's that what's that what's Not that the high that? shelves but the bins as well yeah yeah but you, you the dollar bins you you, you don't go yeah. to the to the to the to the well you know, so to say, like uh, like you know, the well drinks. Very often, you go to the the better stuff. Well, it depends. I, I've I've had some worse than well. I've, I've <laughs> drank some. I, I've drank some plastic bottle vodka because it was all I had. You know. <laughs> I'm just gonna like, not bring those to this. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and that's good. All right. So, what was the name of that again? Leverage. Leverage. A fantastic so, uh, television show on Netflix. You should all watch it. Netflix, give us money. <laughs> I'm just continuing Net, the, the precedent Net, you set for Net, Netflix has its own problems right now. <laughs> oh, this is true. Um, so that was Ocean's Eleven, and Leverage was the game. Yeah, and I think uh, that was good stuff. I think that wraps it. Mm-hmm. All right, everyone, thanks for listening in. I was Matthew. And I'm Dusty. And I'm Nathaniel. And we'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to another episode of our show. We're a new name in the enormous sea of podcasts and appreciate any feedback that you can send our way. If you like what you've heard... Or even if you didn't, please leave us a review and let us know. Got a movie or a game that you want to hear us talk about? Drop us a comment on our website at havemovieswillgame.com or hit us up on any of the usual social networks. We'd love to hear from you. The opening theme music is Rock and Gravel by Sid Valentine's Patent Leather Kids, part of the public domain and found on publicdomain4u.com. Opening narration is provided by Isaac Scher. Have Movies Will Game is distributed under Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial No Derivatives. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you again next week.